I think over the last couple of years, we've seen uh, more of a grassroots movement where local leading entrepreneurs, local investors, uh, people like Sprout Fund are launching funds. Start TNT is, is getting more traditional investors excited about the community. People like Sophie are raising money. Um, and uh, and I, I think we're seeing a bit of a shift now where necessarily the private sector and the grassroots community is becoming more front and center in what our tech ecosystem is all about. Welcome to Startupville, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm Mike Wolsfeld, our host is Dan Gold, and this is our second of five episodes in a special mini-series leading up to the Uniting the Prairies Conference. Uniting the Prairies, our op conference, is a virtual conference on June 23rd and 24th that brings together the top startups from across the Canadian prairies to connect with global investors and tech leaders and collectively elevate the prairie tech community. Head to unitingtheprairies.com to learn more and get your tickets. Leading up to the conference, we're hosting a five-episode mini-series to highlight the five major prairie tech cities in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Last week was our home city of Saskatoon, and today we're traveling northwest to Edmonton, Alberta, home to an amazing startup ecosystem and our three guests from today. First, we talked with Zach Storms, founder of Startup TNT, and Christina Milkey, managing partner of Sprout Fund. Thanks to a few quick messages and the well-connected ecosystem that is the Edmonton startup scene, we also had an impromptu visit for the second half of the interview from Edmonton founder Sophie Gray of DiveThru, a true testament to how fast you can network in the Canadian prairies. Welcome to Startupville. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charlton Communications. This five-episode series is possible thanks to Colab, Saskatoon's tech incubator, and the organizers of the UP conference. Christina and Zach, thank you for joining us here on Startupville. Great, thanks for having us. Yeah, great to be here. So uh, if we could start individually, um, Christina, could you give us effectively an elevator pitch on uh, who you are and how you fit into the Edmonton tech community? Sure. Um, So I've been in Edmonton for a long time. I am one of the founders and managing partners for Sprout Fund, and we uh, are now just raising our second fund, so Sprout Fund 2. We have fully deployed our first fund, Sprout Fund 1. And our focus on it is on investing in Western Canadian B2B SaaS uh, seed and pre-seed companies. And Zach. Sure. Uh, I'm Zach Storms. Uh, I moved to Edmonton from Montreal in 2012. I finished a PhD at McGill and first started off in the ecosystem in academia here at the U of A doing a postdoctoral research project. Really wanted to get into building companies, not building research group. Um, started going at it from all different angles, including angel investing, which is how I met Christina Milkey at uh, VA Angels. And um, about two years ago now, just, yeah, we just had our two-year anniversary. I launched a happy hour in the community called Startup TNT. Have fun, make friends, build companies. TNT stands for Thursday Night Tradition. It's really just a place for people to get together every single week, uh, kick back, relax, meet other entrepreneurs, meet other investors, meet other scientists. Uh, Just a community-building place. Uh, and at the same time we launched it, I'd heard about something actually at an event, uh, at, an, at another sort of uh, angel event where called an angel summit, where they've done this a few times in, in other cities around the world. It's basically a way to train and introduce new angel investors to an ecosystem. I heard about this and I said, we should be doing that in Edmonton. So I launched one. Uh, we called it the Startup TNT Investment Summit. And we had 25 investors and about 25 companies participate the first time we did it. And now we're doing them on a regular basis and we've raised uh, over $2 million now. So our, our job at TNT is to generate excitement, 
uh, generate more investors and raise more money for local companies. And the beer part's really good as well. The beer, the beer's important too. The beer's I important. I mean, it's it's a little bit sad that we haven't had uh, been able to do one in person. So I think there's going to be a lot of pent up demand for in person beer at Polar Park when it when we can. I think so. I think so. So with with that dynamic, this is this is a space where people work incredibly hard on their projects, and they're always uh, evolving, moving forward. So they you know they have those iteration. People come into the projects, people leave the projects. There's a lot of change. What do you see as an important role or an important part of what TNT does to ensure that the community is this supportive space? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, our philosophy is have fun, make friends, build companies, because we believe that building, you know, building a startup, building a startup community should kind of follow that order. You know, first have fun together, make friends with the people that you're having fun with, and then uh, with those people in like the most exciting thing you've ever done in your life build a great company. And so I think that, you know, we're really about building lost lasting relationships, uh, you know, having fun, drinking beer, casual setting. That's kind of the vibe we're trying to go is like, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Uh, let's build real relationships. Let's, let's not look at each other as the enemy. We're a small town, a relatively small community on the global stage and uh, let's support each other and do great things together. So that's, you know, you, you're constantly going to be working with different people and you, you always want to end those relationships you know, in the best way possible. So you can then move on to, to doing more things. To, with other it's been really great because a lot of uh, founders have found people to come and work in their um, startup companies or co-founders. Um, we've helped um, the place that we actually, uh, Zach holds these is a, is a brewery called Polar Park Brewery, which is a local startup founder himself. Um, and so his beer has gotten lots of good recognition in the community and uh, so we always want to call out um, Rob as well from Polar Park Brewery. And it's been a great grassroots um, effort that Zach kind of started and lit. And now it just kind of has a life of its own. Yeah. And there's a big emphasis, like Christina mentioned, on entrepreneurs supporting each other. Refer- like They're often the best source for new information. The people that have done it in the last six months, 18 months, two years that are like that far ahead of you, they're often like a really awesome resource for like how things can really happen and where, and where to go for this resource or that resource. Something I'd like to kind of start with Christina as a question on this is when you look at the evolution of the tech sector in Edmonton and how you've seen it grow, uh, as someone who observes it from from the edge and then moving closer into the middle within that community. How have you found the acceptance of the wider business community to this burgeoning sector where there's a lot of people who support traditional industries? How, how has the mindset changed from your point of view? Um, I would say that, um, you know, there's a lot of buzz in the news and, and we, you hear a lot in the, in the media about unicorns let's call them, and companies that have raised lots of money and they get a lot of special attention in the media. And it's created a lot of interest um, from from traditional business owners and traditional investors uh, who typically, especially in Alberta, um, a lot of money has gone into real estate and maybe supporting the oil and gas industry. And and what we're seeing now is a lot more peaked interest in what's this tech stuff all about and how do I get involved? And so... um, Certainly uh, in our Sprout Fund, um, when we started Sprout Fund 1, our goal was to get non-tech investors into the fund so that uh, they could see what it was like to be part and get exposed to tech companies. And so 80% of the investors that we brought in in Sprout Fund 1 came from non-tech investment background. 
And then Zach has kind of done the same thing where, you know, you start off and you get your typical well-known tech investors uh, to sort of start the whole um, buzz around uh, startup TNT and the investment co- component of it. And then um, they go out and help recruit other people that they know have money and bring them in and see if they can get them interested in, in actually keeping some more money into the tech community because we know that all these companies need funding. If they don't get funding in the early stages, they'll never make it to a scaling startup, right? So um, I'd say that's kind of been one of the biggest transitions that we're seeing. Um, And what's also worked really well is we now have, especially in Western Canada, some really big uh, raises that have happened in the last even 12 months. Alberta had their best um, venture capital year ever in 2020. And so we're seeing a lot more money and a lot more uh, public media about it. And so that just helps the trajectory of getting more and more uh, traditional businesses um, interested in in the tech early stage company startup community. And Zach, I don't know if you can speak to this, but having come from, you know, further east to, to here, have you, and I don't know what time period that was over, but have you seen a change in mindset from, you know, the way that people are considering tech there to here? Well, I will say that um, when I lived back in Montreal, I was very academic. And um, oh, look, we have someone new on the podcast. This is Sophie. Welcome, Sophie. <laughs> Um, so to be honest, I don't have a whole lot of, um, point of reference for the tech community in Montreal. Cause I was really immersed in the mm-hmm. academic community, but I will say here in Edmonton, I think we've seen a significant shift over the last few years from a community where various not-for-profits and government economic agencies and sort of government representatives were often kind of the mouthpieces and representatives of our tech ecosystem. And they would often put on events frankly, weren't well attended by local entrepreneurs and investors. And there was just a lot, like too many government people in the room, like the government admits that this has been a problem too. And I think we're starting to see a trend on that. You know, I'm curious what Christina thinks. I think over the last couple of years, we've seen uh, more of a grassroots movement where local leading entrepreneurs, local investors, uh, people like Sprout Fund are launching funds, Start TNT is, is getting more traditional investors excited about the community. People like Sophie are raising money. Um, and uh, and I, I think we're seeing a bit of a shift now where necessarily the private sector and the grassroots community is becoming more front and center in what our tech ecosystem is all about. Okay, so this seems a perfect time to introduce Sophie. Anyone who is listening to this, uh, we we will give the quick background in that we were ha- we've planned this uh, episode of Startupville. And what we've done is we've gone... Do you know what? We, we, we need an entrepreneur on this. We want someone who's, you know, right there in the, in the midst of their startup to speak to, uh, the Edmonton scene. And we have Sophie. Sophie, all I know so far is your name is Sophie. So Sophie, <laughs> elevator pitch. What have you got? Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you for a jumpstart having me on here. I'm excited to be here and figure out, I guess, what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> but firstly, of course, my name is Sophie Gray and I'm the founder of Dive Through. Dive Through is a mental wellness startup that helps people dive through what they go through. We work with mental health professionals to create resources that help people take charge of their mental wellness. So from podcasts and articles to online programs and our mobile app, we have a wide range of tools that help people with their mental health. And we are in a pre-seed seed type of capacity right now. We're a team of 20 um, really focusing on delivering content to young people for their mental health. 
And if I could just add in, what's interesting about Sophie is that she was the second investment that we made in Sprout Fund. And at the time, she was a team of one. And she's also participated in Startup TNT as well in the very first inaugural TNT pitch competition as well. So that's what makes Sophie really perfect for this um, group of uh, conversation right now. Uh, well, Sophie, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I suppose the question that I would ask you is, having had this engagement with both of our other parties on this podcast, um, your journey from day one, when you came up with the idea of what you wanted to do, uh, was it the first idea that you came up with? Did you iterate? How did you find the support? And How important was the ecosystem to finding that support? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I do kind of like to give a little bit of a pre-ramble to any entrepreneur that's listening that um, this wasn't my first business. This is my first tech business, though I did not know that that's what I was getting into. Um, in my first business, I did sell um, workout programs online. I sold over 250,000 of them as a teenager, not really knowing a whole lot of what I was doing. So when I started Dive Through, I was really fortunate to you know be able to bootstrap it and get it to a place where I had a working prototype. I thought it was the end product. Um, Now I kind of laugh at what I brought to Christina and the Sprout team and being like, oh, that definitely wasn't um, what Dive Through is today. But I really, you know, built in kind of isolation at first, but because I didn't know what was available in Edmonton. Um, But when I started, you know, Googling, I had watched Silicon Valley on HBO and I was like, wow, this is so cool. Does this exist in the city? And I came across Tech Edmonton um, that I know, unfortunately, is no longer no longer with us or, you know, evolving into another capacity Um, and also Valhalla Private Capital. So I started by, you know, going to that service provider. I said, listen, this is what I've been doing on my couch by myself. And immediately it was like, oh my gosh, okay, like let's connect you with people in the community. And that's how I met Mark Benning and who helped me with my pitch deck that led to Sprout. Same going to Valhalla Private Capital of learning how to raise money. Because even, you know, that, like, where do you go and learn what equity and like convertible notes and giving up percentage and like cap table? That's not, you know, you don't learn that in high school, and I don't think you learn that in university. Um, so very fortunate that the different groups in the city allowed me to learn those things. So, so Mark Benning's my partner in Sprout, one of my two partners in Sprout Fund. And, um, you know, Sophie's a great example of um, a founder who didn't quite have a business model really worked out. And when she came to us, Um, We were okay with that because what we really liked about Sophie is that she came across as someone who was going to figure it out at no matter what. And so when we made our investment in a company of dive through at the time, which really had zero revenue, really, I think you had 500 bucks of revenue, maybe that might have been it. Not a whole lot. Not even per month. It was just 500 bucks, right? (laughs) Um, We, what we really liked was Sophie as the founder and we were betting on Sophie and it's been so far a really good bet. Um, And I want to add to that because, you know, as a founder, I don't, well, you don't know what you don't know. And I remember in those conversations, I was like, I have this product, I have this fully realized idea. And now that I reflect back, Sprout's belief in me as a founder, you know, that belief, whether it was an investment or not, in this case, it was an investor or like an investment was 
the vote of confidence that myself as an early staged founder, first time tech startup founder was vital. And I really, you know, get emotional thinking about the belief that Sprout had in me before I even, I didn't know, I didn't know what they saw in me. And then now, you know, that's, I'm kind of seeing it more and more every day, but their belief in me has been foundational and life-changing in what I've built. So I just owe them so much gratitude, which is, you know, the Edmonton community that we've built. So Uniting the Prairies is based on the premise of, of you know, the up-conference being pan-prairie and, and the brilliant thinkers that we have and the ingenuity that we have and the determination to get to that next stage, the determination to support each other. Um, as someone, uh, you know, core to the ecosystem there, Zach, um, what would you say makes the Edmonton and I don't want to get into the rivalries of we're better we're they're better what I'm really interested in is okay let's look at that world stage I'm clearly not from here you know the ecosystem at Silicon Roundabout in London is is very different to the one here uh, but what I certainly see is the sense of community is stronger from you know the up conferences that I've been to previously Edmonton, uh, a strength that you feel it has that makes it special is, Zach? Um, You know, I think before we got into this podcast, Christina kind of really hit the nail on the head, which is this unique kind of casualness, informalness, um, a willingness for people that might in other communities be perceived as like power players that are hard to reach are just very open to conversations. Yeah, I remember... um, Maybe someone want me to say her name, but I remember someone who moved to our community uh, about a year ago from Toronto. One of the first people they got a meeting with was the CEO of Innovate Edmonton. Like, I just to me, like stories like that abound in our community where people are actually, you know, pretty easy to reach. They're very approachable. And, you know, Christina mentioned this event last week that we had in the community, which I think really typifies everything about Edmonton, which was a few entrepreneurs got together and said, we should be having our own award show celebrating the entrepreneurs and individuals and service providers in our community. They're doing great things and supporting the startup community. And they put together the YEG Startup Community Awards, about, I think, 14 or 15 people organized that. Uh, it was this great, fun evening uh, organized by volunteers. Um Achman Nomadit, the former poet laureate, was there. The mayor of Edmonton was there. There was a musical performance by yours truly. Uh, there was a bunch of really, really nice awards for people like Christina Milky. Um, a bunch of entrepreneurs. How about beer and pizza? There was beer, beer and pizza. pizza got delivered. <laughs> like you pizza. got a little package of like a pizza kit yeah. from a local yeah. tavern yeah. and we could all make our own pizza at home. So we had it ready for the event and a beer and, came with uh, it. And yeah, yeah. so we, Like that was a big event with 200 people, but um, I don't know how everyone else felt about it, but I felt like I was just hanging out with old friends uh, and having some fun. And, um, you know, that that's really what I think is is special about Edmonton. And it's sometimes hard to convey that outside of Edmonton, but just that kind of like casual, friendly community vibe where, you know, people aren't putting on airs. They're just getting to know each other and supporting each other. No, that that is something that is definitely a strength. And I can tell you from the last up conference that I went to just down the road here, um, there are three 
different people that I know from from Saskatoon after that conference and just networking with people who came from Edmonton. They ended up in Edmonton pretty quickly afterwards. And uh, what I do see is that there is this transfer of talent that does does move around uh, the prairies. And there are um, certain things that magnetize different people to the different centers, which I think is uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, Time is nearly upon us. But before we um, close today, I'm, I'm really intrigued about what you see as the gap. What's that piece that, you know, you know, the, the, you've got this big ball of magic, which is Edmonton and the tech scene there. The next thing we need to attract here is dot, dot, dot. And uh, maybe Christina, I could ask you that. Well, you know, the recipe for success for any um, tech ecosystem is talent and capital. And we don't have an abundance of either of those because we are a smaller center. And so um, there's always room for more capital and there's always room for more talent here. And Sophie? Yeah, I definitely feel um, kind of piggybacking on that. But capital, to take the capital comment a step further, we need to have capital investor funds that are willing to take a risk on early stage companies. Unfortunately, we don't have that here. Um, you know, we have the ecosystem, but the, the point that a lot of the investors are wanting companies to be at compared to, you know, what you'd see in the Valley or other place, it's too far along that we're, we're having so many companies drop off from the lack of funding. So it's investors that are willing to take a risk like a U.S. investor would. That's what we have to see if we're going to develop the type of companies that we're seeing elsewhere. And I think Sprout is an incredible example of having done that and seeing the success of that. So absolutely, more capital that's willing to take risky investments. Well, well I would just say we haven't realized any yes, of the but, success yet. Yes, so um, they're, they're, all, they're all percolating along, but we mm-hmm. haven't actually realized any gains out of the fund yet. Mm-hmm. But we're feeling really hopeful, like over half the companies we've invested in have gone on to raise a subsequent round of capital now for anywhere from two to five X what we invested at. So we're feeling really good about the companies in our portfolio. And Zach, along with everything you you and the community are doing, what is the thing that you would hope to bring? Um, you know, I, I think that the the talent and capital point is a really good one. And you know, I'll just talk about like you know how do we do that? Uh, and part of our goal at Startup TNT is to create an environment where all the most talented, most ambitious people in Edmonton or eventually the world, but let's just start with Edmonton, all the most ambitious people in our city want to be part of this startup community. Um, Because I think, you know, we've got lots of talent here in Edmonton. um, But if you look at our traditional sectors and industries, most of them don't go into startups and build a company, they go into other places. And so if we can create a community where all of our best and brightest and most ambitious people are taking that route, I think that's going to help us attract, then attract more capital, more talent from outside, um, and then I'd also emphasize Sophie's point and Christina's point, which is, you know, getting investors in at sort of that friends and family stage and getting more people comfortable investing at these kind of earlier stage companies uh, and supporting them as they go and then putting more resources into the ones that are doing well. Uh, that's another big goal of ours at Startup TNT and I think an important task for the community going ahead. Well, 
I'd like to say a very big thank you for joining us here on Startupville. We're looking forward to the UP conference and and uh, engaging with you guys on that. Um, Sophie, a huge thank you for for uh, coming in at the last minute on this one. Sincerely thankful. Um, if people want to find out more information about you and what you do, uh, where could they go? Yeah, so you can come to divethrough.com, like drive through, but without the R, or you can find me at Sophie Gray, Gray with an A, across the internet. And Christina, if people want to find out more information about you. Uh, so we're at sprout.vc or Christina at sprout.vc. And finally, Zach, I frankly, I am looking forward to coming to Edmonton purely to stand near your aura. This energy is just off the chart. So, Zach, where can we find out more information? Uh, StartupTNT.com. And we meet up every Thursday. Our next big event is StartupTNT Investment Summit, Spring Summit happening in June. We'll be investing in at least two companies from both Edmonton and Calgary. So I hope to get a lot of people to turn out for that. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us here on Startupville. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at wetellyourstories.ca. This five-episode series is possible thanks to Collabs, Saskatoon's tech incubator, and the organizers of the UP Conference. Our show is produced by me, Mike Wolfsfeld, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from GG Riggs and Reactor Productions. Learn more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville, and find us on Facebook and Twitter at StartupvillePod. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us rise up the ranks. See you next time on Startup Bill.